0: Lino says he and mom are almost unsourcing ally for my father's rescue on God, something's going right.
1: You know, if you had only waited for Barclay to
0: come back online, we could have tracked the capsule piece accurately. Okay, we don't have time to figure out why Barclay deactivated himself. In three days, Earth will be at apogee. I can send an unmanned rescue drone to Saturn to save my dad. We still have two pieces left to find before we can assemble the full message capsule to locate him. How are we going to do that without Barclay? I've tried jumpstarting Barclay's OS, but nothing's worked. The only person who might have answers. It's Rowan. You just want a reason to look at his face again. No. You know what? Barclay, who am
2: I? Barclay, are you shut down because of Rowan? Are you responding to the name Rowan? Rowan. I've
0: tried texting you-know-who, and he's not even ghosting me. He's gone full corpse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, while you're waiting for
0: the ghost of Kissmas Pass to hit you back, you should talk to Isaac about how you almost put your mouth on his mouth. You've been avoiding him all day.
1: Oh. Huh. We're talking avoidance.
0: Wasn't congressmen who could get it, Esco? blowing your phone up all- Uh no. Those text pings blew our cover. And those were reminders, and I stay on silence. If you want us to have a chance of getting those capsule pieces, figure things out between you and Isaac.
1: Rowan, I have
0: questions. And I have answers. I'm at your front gate. I need to speak with you
2: what's up y'all welcome back we are in this thing you know what i'm saying tom swift the coding tom swift live and action your- mm-hmm. now what's up y'all we back um coding tom swift we're going over episode eight i'm your co-host Ray coleman carefree flirt and i have with me today i should not he shouldn't even have to say nothing he just already know but let these <laughs> folks mike will be tonight
0: yeah m haynes wondered why you gave us the quiet storm voice at the beginning but we're here
2: <laughs> that was like a black lightning glitch from like years ago i don't know what that was like <laughs> but uh yeah my bad y'all <laughs> so <we> are- <laughs> brah this uh All I have to say is we have something very special planned for you guys. Monday, for those of you who are listening and watching at the time of this recording, just know Monday comes around, you'll get a treat. Um, But today, we're going over Season 1, Episode 8, Tom Swift and his two men and a baby. Now, in this episode, Rowan makes an urgent plea for help rescuing a missing scientist from the road back. During the mission, a surprising secret brings Tom and Rowan closer than ever. What's up? What's up? How how are we feeling about episode eight? <laughs> <I'm> grateful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just
0: elated.
2: Good, 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 good. I bet. Um <laughs> So, what are your general thoughts then? Like overall, episode eight. How are you feeling about it? Was anything moved you right off the top of your head? Or? Oh, there was much
0: movement. <laughs> no wow. Oh, no. um, <laughs> Yo. um. So I'm of two minds. On the one side, loved it. Perfect ten, hundred out of ten. I'm mean, a hundred out of ten. Like amazing, great, best thing ever. Um. But if I take my hormones out of the equation. Mm, okay. Um, I enjoyed it. I think I definitely get like not necessarily saying this episode was calm per se, but it definitely feels like
2: calm before the storm type of deal. Mm, okay, okay. I get that. Um, I agree, I agree. A lot of development happened. Um I was of one mind when we first watched it. I was of mm-hmm. one mind yesterday between you and me. Mm-hmm. And then re-watching it, I'm of another mind because I've had time to kind of sit with it. And so my thoughts about certain things have changed. Um, but overall, this is another episode that makes me so angry that this is the season. Because this, wow. like you said, is a calmer, quieter episode, but there was still so much going on that pushed uh-huh. the plot forward. Like there was a lot of development, like, relationship-wise, plotline-wise, like, God, I'm going to miss this fucking show. But yeah, okay. So what I would like to get into is the very beginning. This is why I think this show is so freaking good. And, I mean, it might take me a while to get to my point, but follow me. I started watching Riverdale when it first came out. 13 episodes. I had just started my podcast not too long before and I was like, okay, I'll review this show. There's some black and uh, Latinx and Asian people in it. So it fits the brand. I enjoyed that first season, then they went off the rails and off the rails in the worst <laughs> way. I don't have an issue with Riverdale doing weird and wacky stuff because that's what the Archie comics do. I just feel like they, don't, they have not done it well. That mm-hmm. being said, with Tom Swift where where I think you could easily fall into that space of just like putting out content ooh now we have 22 episodes let's just do anything and make anything fit Tom Swift avoids that and with this episode the storytelling is so Superior to that of Riverdale. This ain't to sit on Riverdale, it's just a fact. So, Riverdale would have times in which you are watching episode five, six, seven, and eight. And in five, six, seven, and eight, everybody acts differently every single episode. It's something mm-hmm. weird. This show, this episode in particular, gave us a new storytelling style, I'll say, with the very op- the beginning, the opening. So they essentially went on a mission that we were not there for, but it was done well enough that it doesn't feel like, well, who the fuck wrote this? This is so different from the last episode. So I say all that to give praise to the opening, like, what is it, two or three minutes with Zinzi cussing out Tom and Isaac. like That was stellar to me. The music, the retelling, the kind of uh, Tom Todd's or the montage of things that happened. Like, I... I love that because now I'm like I want to see that mission. We probably have a video, but I, Isaac's not wearing black. Yeah. They're covered in, in paint. There's like a, a what is this? <laughs> a, it's a candy, a clown ice cream mobile? Like it's something. There's a lot of shit going on. I want to know what happened. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, that's the first thing yeah. that struck me with this, so yeah.
0: And shout out! I I don't know how much we talked about so like the music and stuff in this show. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like shout out to the Ruin and Frida song at the beginning, like mm-hmm. take me back to, to, to late club days. Um, hey. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was an interesting sort of like way to open up, Um uh, like you, I'm kind of like, I, 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 I almost wanted to see that mission, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think it's a testament to the show that even. The like the tomtage of, sort of what happened is enough to make us feel like oh well yeah I wish I had
1: seen that.
2: Yes yes you're absolutely right and I'm trying to find the guy because when we were live tweeting I asked I said, I said who's responsible for the music and Cameron, uh, Cameron Johnson the executive producer and co-creator he mentioned the guy's name and I'm trying to find that tweet oh and it's going to kill me because it should be right here um, I'll find it. I'll link them in the show notes, y'all. I'll link his Twitter as soon as I find it. But he he did that. The selection has yep. always been good, but like that song with that opening, I was like, "Oh, you gotta give us days." <laughs> I know this yeah. was a wild and queer ass time that they were having. <laughs> Shoot. because um, I'm
1: still just like,
2: what did they do to the car? Yes. Yes, that you only have a a mirror, a side mirror. Oh. oh, oh my god, this show is so freaking good. Um, so they end up back in the observatory, which I have thoughts on the observatory as a whole. Um, and Zinzi and Tom, well, Tom is in all white, they're pretty much in underwear. That's what this is long underwear, and uh, mm-hmm. they're recovering like, um. Captain America? Like, uh I don't know what the hell is going on, but they're talking... Uh, at this point, it's still weirdness between Isaac and Tom, and again, to this show's credit, they, I feel like, handled, say for some of the other love parts, but they handled this mm-hmm. pansexual black love triangle square circle thing really well, in my opinion. Um... Because the way the chips fell at the end of this episode, to me, made sense at least for Tom, mm-hmm. at least for Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, 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 <laughs> I, already know. So yes, yeah, so I, I I'll give them that. Um, yeah, I'll give them that. <laughs> uh, yeah. How 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 are we feeling about the uh? The uh, Rowan has over, overridden. Um, Bar- I'll say this Barclay is getting used and abused every other episode. <laughs> somebody's overriding him, they're trying to kill him, they're draining his battery, they're hitting him with EMPs. Barclay deserves Barclay, the ah. bodyguard at this point. No, really, like Leno <laughs> ain't even getting all of this, and he's like the young, vulnerable one, like god. Shoot. Okay. So okay, but no, but what what are what are our thoughts on this opening with um Rowan messing up Barclay and then showing up at the front door like I'm here, come alone.
0: <laughs> I um so like one poor Barclay, like get Barclay a bodyguard, but yeah. it's really interesting because it, I'm almost like, okay, why did you need to do that? Like, why, why, you know, take down um, Barclay, like, for an extended period of time? To me, and then maybe my conspiracy theory brain, this feels okay. like a drawn-out excuse, a drawn-out reason to get Tom closer to you because mm-hmm. you did what you needed to do, like, game, mm-hmm. make the antidote, you know, a better antidote, whatever what have you. But I'm like, why did you, <laughs> like, why we have this whole, like, oh, now Barclay only responds to my name.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, even to piggyback off that, I did not, and it's nothing against the character, and there's nothing that he did, but I didn't initially think that Rowan would have had that type of capability. Like I, I and, and maybe the show just did a good job at like springing this on us, but he to me was not one who was genius level. I never thought he was stupid, mm-hmm. but I always saw him as like yeah. he's the muscle, the tactical guy. So for him to have this like knowledge, it's like. Is it because you're studying Tom and his family so diligently, or are you just that knowledgeable?
0: It's the magic, it's the magic.
2: Gotta be, gotta <laughs> uh, be. I'm convinced he's 132. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm there's no way, especially with a lot of this episode. Um, so he pretty much tells Tom, like Hey. I can help you bring Barclay online, but I need you to do me a favor. I need you to help my family member, which I got her name wrong all night. I was calling her Adriana. It's And Andwina? It it sounds like a Bridgerton name, and so so he tricks Tom. Well, he puts Tom between the rock and the hard place, and Tom agrees. And what I love about this show truly is Tom Rowan. Isaac and Zinzi all being on screen together. I uh-huh. realized this before. So I truly love those scenes. And I don't know if it's because I'm I'm a sucker for a team, for like a team up anyways, but a lot of the media that I've consumed growing up, the only collection of four or more like all black people was like living single. Was like yeah friends. It wasn't in this genre. It was in the sitcom comedy TV shows. But it was never in like get the team together, create the Avengers. And so I don't maybe mm-hmm. that's why this is really speaking to me, but I love the four of them on screen together. And as you know, it's
0: it's it's something that um the CW shows do a lot. where they have like their team and like each person is like good at a particular thing and they go out and mm-hmm. do their thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. they overdo it, but <laughs> I think with them, it's a um, it's a good sort of balance uh, with this mm-hmm. fantastic four. Like everyone has their ah. skill set, <laughs> wow. and everybody like contributes to the overall story.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like that. I, I truly do. I want more. And again, I as excited. Okay, I don't want to bring the show down, but I do find myself in these moments where I get really excited about it. I I get a little sad because I'm like, what. Happens next, Are we and I'm trying to just stay in the moment and enjoy it. Get to that episode ten, and like, you know, hey, but, mm-hmm. uh, that sadness does creep in because like
1: no, that episode we like,
2: whoa, was terrible. Like, it was so sad. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also like the swift jet I, I um, and it's the little yeah. things and I don't know if because I'm sure there has to be something like Tom Swift cannot actually be the absolute first to do all of this stuff can it like there has to be some show out there I can't think of it if there are if there is listeners viewers let us know but a show where there's like this wealthy black, there's not this wealthy black, <laughs> the making these devices um, with the friends, with the custom interior. Like, ah, I've grown to love this show so much. So, um, there's that. Um, okay. So, Rowan, I know that's a fave of yours, but how mm-hmm. do we feel about Rowan teaming up with Tom? Isaac and Zinzi, like them being a collect, like we like them, the four of them, but how do you feel about that? Because like what happens now with the rollback and everything else, With you teaming up with them?
0: <clears throat> no, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, a lot of these teams have a like, like token like evil teammate where it's like there's one person where it's like, you gotta watch them because you don't know what they may do off to the side. And that's kind of what he yeah. is. Uh, he brings that dynamic to the show, and that's a fun dynamic, but at the same time, you're always like, okay, is this going to be the episode where he portrays everybody? Is this going to be the mm-hmm. episode where he portrays everybody? Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting my bias aside, it is always kind of like looking at him out the side of your uh, eye.
2: See, oh, and I have a theory on him, but it has changed throughout these last two or three days. Um, mm-hmm. But I And I wonder and this may be a bit of a reach, but I wonder if, like, comic book readers who were reading, like, live every month when Rogue finally asked to join the X-Men if this is, like, a fraction of what they felt. Like, no, she just stole Carol Danvers' powers and was was with the Brotherhood of the Evil Mutants, so I wonder if, like, there's that, because I know the X-Men won for that shit, but, like, (laughs) I like Rowan, but I'm like, oh, but I don't know, I don't know. Um, but I
0: mean, but but I will say, like, for like the underhanded stuff that he has done, like mm-hmm. he has always gone back and like fixed it or like made it better, and mm-hmm. uh, you know he's always been there, like to help. Like he saved time episode one. Yep. So yep. there's yep. a lot of stuff working in his favor. Yeah. And it yeah. seems like everything he has said up to this point has been like, you know, throwback is trash. I'm pretty much just stuck here, mm-hmm. so I think yeah. I think for me, I like going back to you, like to that X Men Rogue example that you had. Like, I feel like I would be a bit more comfortable with mm-hmm. uh, with this. Like, I can okay, like I'm not as on mm-hmm. edge as I would have been watching mm-hmm. this Rogue thing, but I'm still on edge.
2: <laughs> okay, I could see that because yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. Because when I think about it in the grand scheme of things, they've set up and positioned Rowan to be. Someone to distrust, but but he's proven himself. But Mm -hmm. out of all the actions taken, he has out of the villains, he has done the least damage, the least amount of damage. Because if we're Mm -hmm. looking at Nathan, okay, well, first, if we're looking at evil Rashida Jones, she is just terrible. Um, and Mm -hmm. then we're looking at Nathan, though Nathan hasn't done anything he also killed that man in the trunk. And from that very first episode and act or not, our first impression of him at the end of the episode was that he's evil and hates these Negroes. So <laughs> no one has always been a pawn. And so I think that gives him a level of, I want to say, um not that his hands are a hundred percent clean, but to your point, there's not much that he's done that hasn't been extremely honest, even if you didn't like what he was saying, or that he's tried to fix. So... I don't know, man. They they did that with Rowan. Um, Tell I like him more than just because of how he
1: looks. I like him more than
0: just because of how he looks.
2: (laughs) No, I feel you there. I feel you there. Mm. Um... Yeah, I, I like I like him because we don't know what the hell going on with him. He's constantly stressing me out. So, <laughs> um, one black ass thing that I like happening in this episode was when they pulled up at that doctor's house, and they said, "Oh, they already got here. They already got her." Somewhere I knew they did not get this woman. Her house was a fucking mess. <laughs> it was a mess. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that that was played is like they, the writers, that was funny to me. Like, mm-hmm. but as soon as she popped up, I knew she had a kid. Not because I have any of my own, but it just made so much sense that this brilliant dark. But I also watched Hoarders and stuff too, because I'm like, yeah, you put together on the outside when you leave the house, so of course your house is messed up. But that,
0: yeah. that was funny. That the was house funny. was junky.
1: Oof.
2: Mm-hmm. And I I love Zinzi's response, which was like, "Let me clean up because I'm not gonna let any." What did she say? I'm not gonna let any woman on my vision board live like this. <laughs> like, she said something about yesterday's sandwich on the counter, and I'm like, "Ugh." Yeah, like know. lady, you in the
1: woods? You got bugs.
2: I don't say that, but you're right. I it's what What did you think about her? Like her acting and the character. Um, yeah. To be
0: honey, like when we first saw her, uh-huh. I thought she was faking. I'm like, oh, she lying, she lying. Oh yeah, because the house, mm-hmm. she lying. Um,
2: what? <laughs> uh, her house is a mess. Yeah,
0: you have to, yeah. you have to try to make your house look like that. I
2: mean, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, right. but. I um like as the episode like really what kind of made me kind of like step back honestly truthfully was her breaking up over having to having to like send her baby off. I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe she's not. Maybe she's just like all over the place.
2: Okay, yeah, we're in the same boat. I immediately thought, oh, and I'm gonna have to walk a lot of this back because of my new theory on Rowan. But I was like, no, her and Rowan are teamed up. They're they're trying to get them there on their out She's evil. She's in, she's in all this because how's she the only one who ain't been killed? Nah, she's lying. So I I went through the motions like I was going through it. I was going through it, but um, I liked her. She reminds me of someone, and I don't know who. I feel like it might be a character on another show. It may be a woman, a, some light skinned, thick woman who I know in real life, but she reminds me of someone. And like you said, that that part of the scene where she had to give up her baby, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, this show really be sliding in some 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 heavy stuff." Um, you just met these people, albeit you know who Tom Swift is, but like you don't know if he's crazy, and you you just know that like your baby has a better chance with these fools who came in your house and start cleaning up than whoever's trying to kill y'all, like. That, but you know,
0: but you know, that's what it was. That That's how she got to trust him because who, who just walked into my house, like, uh uh-uh, uh, this nasty, and just start cleaning up? <laughs> Them had I to be good no, people,
2: no, yeah, because any villain would have been, like, I'm gonna kill you, I don't need to clean your house up. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I also love which, like, we can get into, but it's gonna have to be addressed. Rowan says he needs Tom's help to help his uh family member. And then when they show up at this woman's house and Rowan says something to her, and she was like, And who are you? The look that Isaac gave when he turned around and said, You don't know who this is, or you don't recognize him. I was that is some of the best acting that I've seen because the, the frustration, like even Tom's response, was was not to me as good as uh as Isaac's, but uh, I have theories on on Rowan, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that.
0: Yeah, because was- even, even I, even I was like sitting on my couch, I was like, now why you lie? Now why you lie to people like that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's the thing, Rowan, and see, I'm more accepting of his lies now because I feel like his track record is I'm lying to you because you don't need to know what's going on. Because mm-hmm. even when he told him the truth, because didn't he tell him the truth in episode one? Like, you're in danger, such and such, whatever. And, like, Tom still has been, like, on this mission. So it was like, if I tell you the truth, as cryptically as possible, you're still going to do what you want to do. And if I lie to you, then maybe, you know, you're still going to do what you want to do. So I, I'm okay with him lying. <laughs> I'm okay with him Lie away. Um. So... We go to the next scene where Tom is wearing um, a Dorothy Sporneck original. And what I would like to know is what is the AKA is this sweater? It's nice. It is very nice. Mm-hmm. But this heather gray and, and pale pink with the titties out, this man stayed with his shirt open. <laughs> and when I asked him,
0: I was like, why did you wear that shirt?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. They got on him. I was like, you look like what did he say? Spilled Kool-Aid or something. Like, what are you, what are you <laughs> happening in this show? Um I like that. I like seeing Tom with this baby, even though we know the baby. Okay. No, okay. Mm-hmm. So Tom with the baby in the baby carriage. And then Rowan showing when I my heart. My heart.
0: When
1: I was saying, like, do I want Do I want children? Hello? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I. That. This is a, a talent I think the show has, is at getting education and getting certain aspects of like representation so right. They've talked about Mm -hmm. the black cowboys, about the black astronauts, about prep, about all these things in a way that did not feel preachy or very special episode. Mm -hmm. In this scene, I feel like, and I, I, I won't even say I'm reaching, but I feel like they did a expert job, because if, okay, if you look at how this scene played out, Tom is talking to baby Khalil, he's walking him in a stroller throughout the house, and if you just take this scene face value, this is a, a, a dad with a child and then when we hit that corner, dad number two walks through the door. If you don't know what you're looking at, maybe he just got home from work. It, it's very much WandaVision. Yes. It's very much Honey, I'm Home. Come on. Come on, yes. You get this like nuclear family of these two men that that just, I know it was intentional. It had to be. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just I beautiful. It. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm gonna say, because Rowan just crazes the baby, sings the baby, the bass, so baby, go to sleep. This is just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, yes.
2: They, I, it, so it,
0: it's... it was given real
2: domestic. It was given real domestic. Yes, in all the best ways. <laughs> it was just like, you're able to give us this in this science fiction ass show without having to do, again, very special. What if they were parents? Episode like you don't have to do mm-hmm. all you're, you're giving us this in this scene the looks that Tien and Albert gave each other, the way they cradled this um fake baby. <laughs> but like the, it was there, it was there. And I, Oh my god, it I'm I'm yeah. team Tyler, Rowan. I'm team Tyler. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna get some Isaac, but. <laughs> Just, I, I, am, I am. I'm am. I'm Wonderful. team. Welcome, around. welcome. They, mm, they did it. I didn't know who. I wanted who to be with. I know I didn't give a damn who. Just be whatever. But I, I, I like them. I like them. Um, I don't know. I just. Tom even said like I don't know where this. What did he said. Where this vulnerability is coming from. Something to that effect. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah. But i will feel open with you. And I'm like. Again, you giving us that coming of age, that black love story that doesn't have to be trauma, trauma, trauma. <laughs> Look at this gay bashing. Look at this police brutality. Look like it's just a freaking show. Oh, and then the FBI shows up. <laughs> so, so, of course, as, as they do, as they do. Ah, I just. Bro, oh, and I, and even even when they showed up, the scene of Tom and um, Rowan felt it, it felt like, and I and I come back to Wandavision because I just I get this like very 60s domestic partner mm-hmm. imagery in my head where even when they're arguing about the FBI. Rowan is like, you don't have to let them in. Thomas is like, uh, and let me lay out all the reasons why. Uh Hands on the wheel, officer. I have no idea what. It, like, you can tell. Yeah. This this is a black ass show. This is a black show, yes. with with yes. queer black show. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just overwhelmed. So so yeah that that. This was just done well. And even with the like twist of the FBI, I think that was done well too. The one thing that I have a concern with, which I'm sure it's probably on your list as well, but but the but the very beginning uh, the FBI shows up and they talk to Tom, Isaac, and Zinzi because Tom has sent um Rowan away with the baby through some secret passageway in his house. And so they're interrogating them, and they're like, okay, I know you've been at such and such house, Adrena or Al- Andrea, whatever, they're at her house. And he says, like, oh, we're looking at property, some shit, and he, they separate them. And when they do, we get this scene with Tom, and I, oh, I think they do a good job with showing Tom being smart, using his deductive reasoning and his intellect. But the scene I want to focus on is with Zinzi, and Nathan when she's like let me call my attorney mm-hmm. so i like the way that zinzi handled that i felt like that was a smart move yes i i don't know how i feel about zinzi and nathan well i know i'm not 100% happy uh, go yep. what you got
0: no i was i was i was going to say i know how i feel but go ahead
2: it's because I'm not Team Nathan. Even with these new revelations, I feel like nothing in his "oh, I'm being held hostage against my will" type thing. None of that excuses that first rant at the end of episode one. That felt very racially motivated. No, let me not say it. It just felt very evil, and I was like, I, I can't, I can't move past that. I can, I can. Uh, you have to explicitly say evil Latin assassin was trained to kill Nathan if he didn't make this type of speech. Like, you have to make that clear. Otherwise, yeah. I don't see it for him at all. Um, I One thing I don't like has been the handling of Zinzi's love life. Yeah, I think that it's been kind of wonky, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term because you have Marcus off screen, who I guess is in Atlanta or from Atlanta. Then you have Chris, which that seemed like it came out of nowhere. We have the congressman, but then we have all the stuff that he's dealing with, um, like pushing back against Tom and them. And then you kind of sort of have Isaac. And didn't she date someone else? I don't know. I, I don't like the handling, because even if Nathan is in game, I feel like I don't like this idea that everyone has an opinion on her love life and that it's that much of a topic or that, quote-unquote, terrible or mismatched or whatever that, like, I don't know. I just feel like Zinzi's the type of girl where, how do I put this? Love life, you're going to have drama issues, disagreements, sure, but I feel like... She's a certain caliber of person where mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of this seems weird. Yeah. So to ultimately get our Shonda Rhyme scandal moment that she stepped into with the bangs and the white man, I I can accept that, but I it's hard to with the road that it took to get here. Yeah. Because I feel like you could have yeah. just focused on them. I didn't have to hear about a Marcus. I didn't have to hear about a Chris. I didn't have to. Like, so I don't know. What you think? Yeah.
0: No. Uh, um, I agree with the vast majority of what you're saying. Um, I don't think – I think I made that clear back when we first kind of learned about it that I was team Isaac and Zinzi. Like, huh. that is my end game. I don't care what. I don't care what they develop in the show, that is the pairing in my mind. they have to deal with it. Uh, um, so I was very unpleased with hmm. how the, um, with sort of like um, Zenzi and the congressman getting together towards the end. Hmm. But I agree with you that I would be less unpleased if it wasn't such a bumpy road for us to get here. Right. Because right. what it feels like we, It feels like we've established that you know Zinzi has horrible taste in men, but hey, she picked this one and maybe this one isn't so bad, even though he's probably, I mean, at least on paper, probably the worst out of all of them. Because and as as messed up because as messed up as 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 Chris Dusty Darby was, he ain't killed him out in drunk. Hello.
2: Yes. So
0: it's 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 a weird sort of like optically thing, optical uh, kind of thing that we're seeing with this. Um, And it's it's complicated because the speech that she gave towards the end um, to Isaac, I agree with the core of the speech. Like, I agree. Like, yes, you know, choose you. Do what you got to do. I feel you. I feel you. Why is this your choice? Like I'm with you, like yes, but do what you want to do, you know, take take your stance, get whatever is owed to you. I'm with you. Why is this why is
2: this, this pale man, you know, who's owed to you? But you know, whatever. I'll take it a step further. Where is this coming from, Zinzi? Because mm. What not to be funny? What has Isaac done? Even Tom with all his trash talking that y'all go through, w- when was the moment where Because she said something like, if this was me a few months ago or whatever, I would have said all the right things to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. I I guess my question is, when when was that switch made? Because we've been following you and you've been great in the show. But I don't, and I, and maybe it's the point where we were at the cotillion and you like blocked Tom on everything. And then the next episode, because you were in the car, he was blocked. And like, Isaac was like, I've been calling you. And she's like, oh, you got to be on Hype Woman. Like maybe somewhere in there. But I, do, and well, she made the decision to start her own company. So maybe that's like where the pivot, that's, is. but that's not, a, that's, a, we're not there enough
0: though. Like, I get the whole, like, oh, I'm going to do me for me. And you know what? I'm tired of being pretty much your lackey. Like, I get that. we mm-hmm. didn't get that, especially because the very next episode, mm-hmm. she got his stab at his with an to save his life. Like, so when when did you get to this point? When did you make this decision where you feel as if, you know, like, I've got to put me first because,
2: I you know, put ain't nobody else. This, one. i got to put me first. I was trying not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah, that's... And, and then even to take it a step further, where where is all this coming from with Isaac? Like, if this conversation oh, okay. would have been with Tom, i am like, okay, because, yeah, Tom has put you through hell trying to get Barton from space just to say, oh, he got three months of oxygen left. What? So <laughs> where's this heat coming from Isaac, coming from for Isaac, I, I mean, I guess I could see where it's like, oh, I didn't, you took too long to decide if it was me or Tom, but like,
0: I don't know. But, 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 but if it was that, why not say that? Because mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that. But like, mm-hmm. okay, I can get that. You know, mm-hmm. I get that. You, you wasted your you wasted time. You didn't get there. Mm-hmm. Say that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I just don't like the way her love life was handled. I I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm okay. I'm okay with what they're giving us. I, I'm not. I don't. I still. I kind of think it's a trick, but I don't. Okay. I'm gonna just get to it. So my issue with Rowan that has kind of evolved because this ties into um, Zinzi and Nathan as well is that. Well, I guess. Well, the FBI comes into the house, and then all shit break loose. All hell break loose. Tom, which I'm glad he said this because I had no idea, was separated talking to one FBI agent, and he said, well, you know, where where's your mom and brother? Maybe I can talk to them. Tom says, well, no, they're out of town. And I was like, oh, that feels like you shouldn't say that to a police officer. But then he says, Um, I'm going to keep it real with you or off the record or something, and Tom says, off the record, tw- um, something about being in Quantico and that's the best you could come up with. And he's like, the the agent says you wouldn't last two weeks, let alone 25, 25 weeks. And then Tom says it's 20 weeks. It's not 25. You're not an FBI agent. And that he radio, they cut directly to Isaac and Zinzi, which, Okay. He cuts to them, and he's like, he's not an agent. I just took him down. I kind of wanted to see what Tom did. They did not show him taking this man down, but I was okay with that because mm-hmm. it kept – it was high energy after that. Move. We mm-hmm. go through all of that. Tom brings a Beats by Dre pill, and he's talking to <laughs> Isaac and Zizzy. Is like, you know, pretty much duck. I'm finna explode this yeah. – whatever. Do that. EMP goes off. Zinzi stays on her Catwoman-ish and she knocks down one of the agents. She gets caught in the EMP which is, I mean, I guess we needed it for the plot. Um, And then the other guy runs off. Now, this is where I started. Initially, I was mad and I didn't trust Rowan, but now I do. So, they get to the point where the evil Latin assassin man has the baby. He has baby Khalil. And he's like, yeah, I followed Rowan. I found Rowan where you hit him. He's a, a coward, such and such. I got this baby. So initially watching, I was like, oh no, no, no. Why is Rowan not here? They worked together with the rollback. Him and Rowan set this up. But the show would not have shown a flashback of that man actually running into the study to go follow Rowan. Like they they mm-hmm. deliberately had Zinzi knocked out. Had her run to the elevator, the other man she kicked him and was like, Keep your hands off of me. And then they show the flashback of the evil Latin guy actually looking back and going for Rowan. That's how I know that he was telling the truth. And so, but initially I didn't, I wasn't thinking critically. I was like, Oh no, Rowan is evil, they working together. But once he did, I was like, Okay, no, this like this is it. At the very end, there is a monitor. Like at the last like two or three seconds of the episode, we pull back and there's a monitor that is watching um Rowan and Tom, and that's what made me also distrust Rowan. Like, oh, he put that there. He fe- him and the uh, Latin guy fake this. He, put- but-, but no, they wouldn't have shown that flashback. Also, this is my problem with the observatory. Anybody could walk in there. We I don't know who do who I was. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: but but go- that was my process to get to trusting Rowan again so you, you yeah I mean because I'm gonna say
0: because like there's there's no reason for Rowan to put a thing in there he clearly knows how to handle the ball like, he clearly knows how to get in and out the observatory like he has no reason to spy on him um I definitely feel like that was planted there by um the evil at uh, the Latin bodyguard um uh, mm. it, like it's like a last minute type thing mm-hmm. because the, the the ones that they have locked up they are gonna get out like they gotta get out they gotta tell even Rashida Jones what's going on and they gotta have some type of like we we know this has to happen.
2: Yeah yeah okay so I do trust Rowan however mm-hmm. listen to this oh lord this is oh this because this show does it, it drives me crazy so this is one thing that has me I trust him 98%. Okay. Remember when Rowan and Nathan were talking on that plane, and he said, I have another way in. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, maybe he's trying to get with time, whatever. The way this episode played out, we found out early from Rowan that Rashida Jones was the head of the rollback. Mm -hmm. Rowan and Nathan worked together. So when Nathan came to her house and was like, Rashida Jones is the role leader, whatever. And she was like, oh, we already knew that. That's a way for him to give up the same exact information that they know to get her to trust him. Additionally, Mm -hmm. him coming to her house and confessing his love and whatever else happened at the same time that Rowan and Tom were going through that as well. So I'm thinking like, is his plan get them both because we know there's this emotional something that they're easy enough targets with a little bit of work to like get that because nothing that's been shared is more than what Tom and company knew already or were already informed of. So I'm like, Oh, is this that plan that he's and we already know they, they ain't shy about pulling back episodes ago and pulling something forward. So I do trust Rowan. Ninety-eight percent, and I want to believe that that stabbing of the doctor is going to make me trust Nathan, even if I don't like him. But I don't know. I don't know. Let's well, see. Okay. 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 I'm.
0: I'm. I'm following you. I'm following you. Okay. My on, my question would be, like, to what end goal? So do we think? Do do you think that Nathan and Rowan are just ultimately just like straight up agents of the road back? And them getting close to Tom and Zinzi is just a way to take them out.
2: I would say yes, even if it is a little more finessing than just shooting them in the head, because we had the list of people who they have been taken out. And if we're going to, if working off that two percent theory that I have, that they're working against Tom and Zinzi, what better way than to get someone to let their guard down to be with you sexually? Not even to say the end game is just sleeping with them. Just the fact that if I'm going to have sex with you and have a possible relationship, that is the ultimate double agent where yeah. I, I, me being Rowan or Nathan, can play both sides in a way that's much more believable and gives me much more access than me just being part of the road back. So I, mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility that it could go that way. I, I mean, I, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do I'm just
0: I was, I was gonna say, like, it's definitely a possibility. I'm just thinking, particularly on Rowan's end.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: This is all. This is must be a long game. Then,
1: he's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so it's a long game. <laughs> but yeah, like, cause I'm just thinking about just the things that he's in. Like, he didn't have to save Isaac. He you know, didn't have to save Tom, um, mm-hmm. didn't have to fix Barclay either of the times. So it's like, yes, there's a possibility. But for me, I'm just like, you have been playing a long game, sir. And I don't know whether to be in awe <laughs> or be like, you wasted a whole lot of time.
2: But he's been playing a long game since 2019. So Batman, when he's after barton uh, Bart, But see, even with, oh, my God, this show is going to drive me freaking crazy. It's going to break me because I'm very much one who likes it. I don't mind being wrong, but I truly like to look at the details. And this is finally a show that pays enough attention to the details that is giving me a run for my money. I We haven't introduced a, a mythical, magical element that we know of. Kind of sort of with Leno, but I feel like they're playing it up with like tech and not yeah, necessarily like right. But that being said, I just, Rowan, if nothing else, this this episode has made me say Rowan's name more times than I've ever said his name before. So if that was the end game, they did it. I, gonna, I just. I ain't going to say that for myself, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> no, I, I I trust him 98%. And I'm willing to yeah. be wrong for that 2% that's in the back of my head. Because even with. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Listeners, viewers, let us know. Do you trust Rowan 98% or is it 100 Because I don't like Nathan. And Nathan and Rowan <laughs> the at the hips. It, it sounds to be like Nathan has caused the 2%. <laughs> no, truly. No, honestly. And that's it. That It really is Nathan and him showing up on his own, telling her about... Like, if in episode 9 he doesn't tell Zinzi that he stabbed at Doctor, I don't trust mm. you. you. You have to. But you know, but you know they don't. Mm-hmm. I was say, like, but you know they're gonna
0: play it like, oh, I didn't want to tell you because I was scared you may think less of me.
2: Well, girl, you that's a risk you gotta to take because <laughs> you can't talk about I want to come clean. You know, if I tell you this name, that'll be the, eh. you know you're part of this white supremacist organization. So, <laughs> Zinzi Pope laying up with this man. Oh well, well, Jim, well Olivia Pope was also never mind. Never mind. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, this show definitely Jesus. is in the Chandelier universe. You can't tell it me is. that.
0: It, it is. is. I just need Tom to go and call Annalise. <laughs> to
2: say. If she pops up in episode 10. Bye bye. You will hear me. You will hear me from my living room screaming. You will hear me. <laughs> My God, they
1: would,
2: they would put me out. It would. It would. I, oh, I would hope. Oh, would they have the budget for Viola? They got all these cars and fashions. <laughs> Shoot. Um. Even though we're not truly a fan of Zinzi and Fitzgerald Grant, tell me how do you feel about their chemistry? Though, like with the, no, stop. no. <laughs> That's him. That's him. You can't he that him. He is now Fitz. He That's is it. now Fitz. That is yep. his name until Fitz. the end of the show.
0: <laughs> yep. Um. um,
1: um uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. It's not bad. It's not. I mean, it's 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 okay. Okay. Let me back, let me back up. let me back up. They have good chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I ignore it because I do not like
2: him. But they do have good chemistry, <laughs> okay. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I agree, I can agree because I, I think a lot of times when I watch shows, particularly shows like this, I think of like those people on YouTube or fans who are like super cut certain scenes to like show a love story. Like, if you look at the LA mm-hmm. complex, Tariq and um, Homeboy, yeah. I forget. it. Yeah, Cal. Cal. And that's mm-hmm. the first time I was introduced to them is through YouTube, like a supercut of those scenes where I thought the show was about them, but I watched the LA Complex. So I was like, oh, okay, it's on these people. So that in mind, I often think of, if someone was to supercut these particular scenes, like their love scenes, would this make sense? And I think that it does. And I think yeah. that their love affair is the most CW of all the scenes in this show. Her mm-hmm. and Because even if you take them in the earlier episodes at these different events and then you take them um in the episode with the ambulance when he gave her the secret code and then you take that like in their date like you put that together it feels like its own show that's very much CW um yeah so in in that with that in mind i think they do have chemistry and i like that however i don't like them that I don't like that. Him. He he can choke. He's very stiff. He's very stiff. Um, I think in the earlier episodes, maybe because it was all brand new, I, I would have liked him a bit better. But this man is fifty three. Like how old is this man? Because not <laughs> it fits. No, yeah, no, you're right. It, it tracks. Um, that man is grown. He is an adult. Zinzi is a young adult. That man is an adult. <laughs> he has been paying taxes for 36 years. All his FICA taxes paid up. Um, so, <laughs> I don't like him. The actor, you're doing a, a good job. No, I want to go on record as saying that. Just like I don't like Claire, I think Brittany is doing a good job with Claire. I just don't like her. Uh, <laughs> and that's a testament to their acting and to the writing on the show. But Lord, Lord, Lord. This love affair is so weird. And <laughs> I just... It's just weird. It's weird. Um, it is. So what about Tom and Isaac and they're finally having this conversation? How did you feel, like, rowing aside, rowing off the table, just purely... Their awkwardness and then the conversation that they finally were able to have. How do you feel about that?
0: I do think, like, I saw some people talking about it. I was like, and I do think it was like a mature decision. I do think that it took them both kind of just like getting to the point where they have to be like, okay, you know, let's handle this. This is some awkwardness between us. This is like very, mm-hmm. you know, it, it could be a mess up for like our business relationship. So let's handle this conversation. And I'm I'm glad. I'm honestly very very glad um, mm-hmm. that they decided not to like to force them into like this whole like love triangle type deal. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I do really think that um, if I'm talking about chemistry, I think yep. that Isaac and Benzie had a lot of it, and I would really love to see like the season work out. And clearly, that can happen if he busy, if him and Tom are of over each other. Right, right, so, um, so I appreciated that. I really kind of like I appreciate it pretty much, like I'm glad mm-hmm. that they did took it that type of route,
2: yeah, I agree, um, for me, I'm excited or happy that that's the route they took, all things considered. That because this happens in real life you do sometimes just by nature of working closely with people or being in school all day with some people you develop these feelings and they might not even be fully blown i love you uh we're going to be together forever in a day and we are in the game but you can have this like <laughs> like like you but i don't I don't know what this could be, but could this mess up our friendship? Could it not? And you don't want to. You don't want to. I just feel like this is such a real situation that does happen that I'm glad that even though I wanted them together initially, one, that it's a better case for Rowan. And then two, I feel like them together. Isaac already explained all the reasons why it shouldn't work. why, And then Tom independently had all the reasons why he f- was afraid to attempt it and then it blew up in his face and how their friendship was more important. Because you do get that a lot in shows or, oh, our friendship, it w- will it be the same? Such about whatever. But with, with this, it was like there is an attraction there. We could have tried it. However, let's be friends or I like you as a friend. And then you still are able to go on without skipping a beat so i i appreciated that even though
0: yeah yeah I'm a, and and i feel like i feel like that's a very mature like that's a very mature sort of like angle to take with it because you be, it could be easy like oh there's a track there let's go fuck mm-hmm. and that could lead to all sorts of chaos i mean it would be enjoyable for us but yeah. <laughs> it, it could lead to all of this extra stuff and for them to make the decision like you know what let's not do this like, mm-hmm. it's like what Isaac said, like that makes stuff complicated, and we mm-hmm. just, especially at the time that we had now, we just do not need that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing that I lo- I love that this was said. What Isaac said, like, and I it's not this very, I can't remember exactly, but it was like, I wake up thinking about you. Like my, like say protecting you is my life's work, essentially. And so it's mm-hmm. like. There is this trope in in romance books and movies and stuff where it's like the bodyguard and the person that they're protecting and this love of and that And this could have been a great, beautiful thing, but again, I do like that it's like this boundary where, like, we, in all intents and purposes, I'm the hired help, and my job mm-hmm. is literally to make sure you stay alive. Like, you can't mix feelings into that, because then, like there may be a misstep because i'm so oh my lover versus let me make sure i tactically mm-hmm. take care of this man so oof.
0: yeah and I, I mean and the fact that they they could have gone that way that is a very like well-worn trope i mean the mm-hmm. bodyguard you know it's yeah. very easily gone that route and it was like mm, actually no
2: mm-hmm. i
0: appreciate that
2: yeah me too because they've truly been playing with my expectations in yeah. this show all the stuff that I've gotten right, there's been a lot of stuff where I was like, What the hell's going on here? So, kudos to, to the team. Um, let's talk about Nathan being a messy queen. So, when Isaac showed up at Zinzi's home and she opened the door, I like that he's never out of. Work mode. He's like, I told you about answering the door without asking who it is first. Like he was her daddy. She's like, Oh no, I thought you were my foot. <laughs> this very like soap opera ass conversation. And then here comes this messy queen. Oh Zizzy, do you have a bottle open? I think we should have this bottle. first of all, ma'am. You know what you're doing. You do. Because why you walk through there with no clothes on? Because why you, you have never a clothes on? You walk with. He knew. He knew that wasn't the food. I know you, you heard him he talking at like that though. He did. Mm-mm. He's a messy Mm-mm. queen. Mm-mm. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. Fitzgerald Grant, you messy, messy queen. <laughs> hey, oh my God! Because that's some shit that Fitz would do. Matter of fact, that's you shit that know. Did do. <laughs> Come on, with his non getting elected on his own married ass. I, I'm sick. I, I knew I didn't trust that man, so and I was just like, "Who? Oh, yep. Who does this? That that's Fitzgerald for real. It, and it don't is. help that Zinzi got this bang, so that's definitely Fitzgerald." Um, how do you feel about Zinzi and Isaac's conversation, mainly the tail end of it when that Missy Queen started walking through the living room? Because also, where were you going? Because it looks like the kitchen. If I'm looking at this apartment right, it looks like you walk into the living room, but the kitchen, like, because the kitchen has to be behind that partition. Because where? How did you get the bottle? Where were you going with this bottle? Yes, if you wanted a bottle opener, it would have been in the kitchen. Mm-mm. Like, he so just you, wanted to walk. He knew what he was doing. I'm sick of him, but, um, <laughs> him showing up and like immediately changing the course of that conversation. How do you feel about that? Cause she was definitely standing up for herself, but it kind of backfired. <laughs> yeah, because
0: now it seems like oh, you're just saying this because you dumped me for Fitzgerald. Like, um, and then uh, that of course makes Isaac be like, oh, you know what? Absolutely, actually, no. I'm I'm mm-hmm. gonna leave now, which is you know trophy, but also understandable because yeah. you just poured your heart out to somebody who I his who I his smashing the sitting president, like
2: wrong <laughs> with is, is, <laughs> an now and forever, <laughs> that is him. That is him. But you're not wrong. I, and I feel Isaac's pain. Not just because that's my favorite character, but he has been like telling her from like episode was it two? with the Darby? Yeah. yeah, episode two. Yeah. Like you deserve better. What? Why are you dealing with this? And also, he's been on her head independently about why are you messing with the man that's trying to kill us. Like, what are you doing? You're not with him. To be our double agent, you're with him because you're enjoying him. Mm-hmm. You're not that hard up for a man. You can't be. You cannot be. So, I refuse to believe that. Man. I would rather you go back to the Darvis. I mean, hello, because now they work for the Swifts. Well, Chris, do at least, or invested. And also, can we talk about how Tom is just handing out jobs and stuff? <laughs> just, Tom gave Chris a job. He created that resort. um for the black uh, cowboys. Okay. He gave Adrena a job and changed her identity, her and her baby. Uh, I feel like he gave someone else a job. Quinn? Yeah, Quinn. Made sure Quinn was taken care of, even though I still think Quinn is evil. Um, no. And kind of sort of Claire, because, well, no, I'm, I'll leave her, because she already worked, whatever. So. But he been passing out jobs. I mean, this I guess whole, that's what you do when, you, when you're a billionaire now. That's what you should be doing, at least. Yeah, say that again. But they definitely don't. <laughs> Let's talk about that. If Uh-oh. we're saying that Tom Swift is a billionaire, I'm going to assume we mean independently. Like he is a billionaire. Yes, it's family, maybe billionaires, but he, in his own right, is up there. What I want to know is what episode was that where we met Quinn? I think it was. For, it was right before the. Could, it, it was, was the companion episode. Yeah, no, no, well, yeah, yeah. So, my issue is, you are on his head about the spa in Oklahoma or whatever, because the company is dealing with this. The company is dealing with that. You're a billionaire. Like, what does it matter? Like, yes, you want the company to make money, but if he opened a spa or a Nike store, why would that matter to you? As a billionaire, like how much money could you actually have poured in? Like, I feel like a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know, I don't know these numbers, y'all. Just pulling out thin air, but I feel like a hundred thousand dollars would be enough to start up a small spa in Oklahoma with when you already have the necessary resource, which is the sap from the tree. Like, you have that. So, it's it's weird to walk this back and like to listen to them talk about oh, you're so irresponsible, the company needs you to not. Start new company. I don't know. Like, am I, am I alone in no, this?
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the two things that come to my mind, and then I yeah. will see where we are. Cause the first thing that come to mind is just general. That's how rich people stay rich. Don't be sure a lot of money And then secondary, like they have been saying that since since Barton's shit blew up, like people was kind of like, oh, oh, we're gonna stop and give you money, which I feel like is understandable like if yeah. you're you we didn't gave you this money and you didn't blow up your freaking patriarch like uh maybe we shouldn't be giving y'all this much money. yeah so it's i mean i'm pretty sure they still all billionaires but it's possible that you know they don't have as much money coming in probably mm. as they would so yeah. i did it but it's also still
2: like y'all can afford it yeah yeah and it's for a good cause and also like this they seem to be very dependent on other people because we know know, Rashida Jones has been like bankrolling them her and then when we had the cotillion there was what was that guy who was talking all this cash about oh I have we bought a house talking to Lorraine trying to like Mm put up on her Mm -hmm. and Tom came in and swooped in and he was like yeah they're not as wealthy as they said So some kind of way it was like you were expecting money at this cotillion like is that Maybe I this is on my tax bracket, but it feels like a lot of their money is coming from other people giving them money. But that's how it goes though. Like that's that's how like these companies and stuff, that's how it goes. You have these
0: investors and all these people that you have to please to keep mm. bankrolling, you know what you're gonna do. Um, like I'm sure I we know that they have money just like on hand.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: like the if so I'm dabbling into stuff that is far beyond my tax bracket, <laughs> but um, it's it's like the difference between like um, liquid assets and like you know like just like you got you got all this money wrapped up in property. Yeah. Like, of course they got like money on hand, of course, but mm-hmm. like a lot of their money probably comes from like investors, from like inventions and like patents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So these people that seem to have like all the, all this power over them, they kind of do. Because if you start unraveling your money from the investors and from all these things, you start to see your bank
2: account go down. Yeah. That's something. And see that, and that may just be how it works, but that and then factoring in the race element, it's like damn, y'all still can't get away from serving these motherfuckers. Like, No matter how wealthy you are, you are still at the beck and call of evil Rashida Jones, like <laughs> it's just like Lord
0: God, damn! That's why the Tubmans decide to try to get Tom to
2: build Black Planet. I'm starting to side with them a little bit more. <laughs> I, I was against the Tubbs for a while, but yeah, that's bruh. This is oh, this is so annoying. It's so but it's real out.
1: though. But it's it's yeah. real, and
0: I have to give it to the show for, for depicting that, like, cause that's that's how it be. I mean, again, I'm not, you know, that ain't nothing to do with me. But being sitting in, you know, like meetings from like fraternity stuff to like school type stuff, that's mm-hmm. how I go. these people that donate this money to you. Them the people that really run this run the show.
2: Oh, you're right. My god, man. (laughs) This show again, another reason number 15, 6032 million. Why this show is is good and should be on the air. Because if you're giving us all of this, I can only imagine what a season two and season three would look like. Uh, especially if we can keep the quality of writing and story or storytelling, if nothing else. Not even saying the writing is bad, but like the storytelling, these plot twists and this tying up loose ends and Episodes one through five being a setup for six and stuff like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss. Um, baby Khalil and Edrina. what do we think their relation to Rowan is, if any? So, my first thought when I was watching the
0: episode was that that was Rowan's yeah. baby. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, please do not do the confused bisexual trope. Please don't go this route. Uh, (laughs) I was nervous. They had me nervous. They had me nervous. Um, But it doesn't seem like that's the case. So my, I got a far out there theory. Come on. And a probably much more likely theory. Come on. (laughs) Which one you want first? Give give me the, the more likely, and then let's hit the far out. So the more likely theory is, since they're from the since they seem to be from the same place, like it's just one of those like maybe I knew her from afar or like you know we from the same like neighborhood type deal, mm. and she made it out, and I'm trying to make it out. So like I got this like community type relationship mm. with this person. Okay. My far out there theory. Yeah. Rowan is that baby from from the future. Come on. That's exactly.
2: (laughs) You better say that. Oh, yeah. He said to Tom, if you hadn't saved Khalil, then my whole life would have dot, dot, dot. I would have felt very guilty. No, Uh sir. That Mm -hmm. wasn't an accident. You wouldn't have been born. That's exactly exactly what I was thinking. You better. (laughs) Yes. Yes, because that that line, I read that back twice. And I was like, okay, this could go so many ways. But the way he said that, I wouldn't have... And the fact that Rowan has been a liar or a shady, quote-unquote, shady person, like the way they've set him up to be so untrustworthy, but then proven mm-hmm. himself and then untru- that that would... Nothing... When you write a TV show or a movie, I know at least this much, nothing fluff should be in it everything should matter and the very Mm -hmm. reason the very fact that he said that we're on the same page Mm -hmm. i said ron is a hundred something years old and that is him other reason why because that woman i know genetics black people we come in all different shapes and sizes that woman is passing every paperback test that baby is not and i was like I mean, but maybe she tailor made her sperm donor because she did say it was an in vitro yeah. baby. But mm-hmm. no, there's so I was thinking that just like you, that's Rowan. Um, but I was like, okay, but would that if this was this is how I start thinking about the shows, if this was Nancy Drew, would that make more sense because she does deal more with the supernatural element? versus Tom, who's dealing with the science fiction of it all. But also, that's part of science fiction, like time travel, traveling mm-hmm. in space, multi. We just saw um, Lovecraft Country not too long ago, and they dealt yeah. with some similar things. So I was thinking that's him from the future or Rowan is from the future, and he came back to the past. Well, uh,
0: it may not, The baby may not be him, but the baby is like an ancestor to him.
2: No, no, no. I literally think that baby is him. What I'm saying is I think Rowan is from the future. Because if you look at it, if we're going to take the far out approach, he says, if you hadn't saved Khalil my whole life, whatever. But he keeps saying, I grew up somewhere that was not so beautiful. But then also, at the end of the episode, it was a kind gesture that Tom sent them to Kenya. But that's just guaranteeing that he gets born in Kenya. And the World continue. so yep. is he the bishop character where he's because to me you're also folding in that forty four hundred that X Men mm-hmm. days of future past type thing where mm-hmm. we do have a character from the future, and so is he that one who's who's seen the trouble that the rollback can cause, and now that's why you're working with them to get like was, it's, had it's nothing bad. to give you.
0: Hmm? Oh, go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry was no, just to say it would track. It would. It would. It would make perfect sense to me. Like it would because Look, a line like that is not accidental. Like, hmm. it's accidental, of course, from his point of view because he got comfortable. He got too comfortable. Mm-hmm.
2: But no, mm-hmm. it, you didn't have that that character say that for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And then even with changing names, we've known this baby as Khalil forever. Who's to say that that woman don't call that baby Rowan? Like, or maybe this is just a name he took on on his own. But. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and we know that that baby now has a new name. Huh, there we, we go. Because we know that Tom gave them a new identity. Yep, yep, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. So, if matter of fact, so I, hold, hold on. on. Matter, matter of fact, Come on.
0: Come we can say that Tom didn't intentionally get that baby the name Rowan because the, uh, Rowan was helping
2: raise that baby. Fam, I there's cuz yeah yeah this, this, i feel like this is it this is the thing this is we we've, we've cracked the case so if episode 9 to 10 they talk about time travel just know that we are absolutely right in the writers room for season 2 just just know that like that makes no sense like afrofuturism for freaking real so I mean, <laughs> oh my god i'm i'm floored And if this ain't it, I'm gonna be so mad because this is such a good (laughs) thing. Will they be able to top this if this not it? Like, really? What can you tell me? Um, I don't know. That's I love this show, man. (laughs) Like, truly, truly do. Um, I can't think of any other. Well, oh, I will say this: Leno and Lorraine are never at home. (laughs) additionally if claire does not pop up in episode nine i'm going to be kind of mad okay so on the one hand i'm gonna be mad on the other hand i'm like episode six proved to me that they know what the hell they're doing but i'm gonna be so mad that we even involve the claire lorraine mind control stuff if that's not addressed because like you got me hating this woman (laughs) She breaking capsule pieces. She mind controlling folks. But again, on the surface, from where we're watching, nothing really seemed to come of it. But because mm-hmm. of episode six, I'm holding off that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Claire's yeah. in the role of Black. Maybe she's been doing some stuff off screen. Maybe her and Lorraine, like maybe Lorraine is. I don't. It's you can't just have that laying there. Yeah. Like and Leno with his magical. <laughs> technopathic powers like I, this show is stressing me out. Uh, you said technopathic Leno is TC from Black Lightning. No, yes, that's him. That is him. <laughs> that is him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like Black Lightning is also in this universe. Black Lightning, <laughs> uh, Living Single. Um, what else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all like black, all murder. of it. Yes, that's all in the same universe <laughs> in the same black averse. Um, Dang, is that all I had? Uh da 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 uh Rowan, da, da, da. got Bus. Okay, yeah, that um yeah, I think that's I think that's all I got. What you got? That's it. Um doo, 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 doo. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, so there are some comments. Uh, oh, Harry, Harry's been in here. Come on, Harry. Let's see. Oh, that ain't, that ain't it. I mean, okay, let me let me let me start over. Wait, <laughs> so oh, um, oh, okay. So, Harry says, I'm just excited for this discussion and decoding. There we go, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Harry he gives it an 8.5 out of 10. Oh. Great drama and reveals, but didn't have the same clear through lines as number seven. Okay, okay, okay. I think I can. Mm, I think I could rock because I'm trying to think. Am I? Do I feel like the episode was clear? Yes, but I think I'm more wrapped up in thinking everybody lying that I didn't even really. <laughs> a, I would like to think. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to you, Harry. I'm gonna let you run with that because I don't. I don't know. I can't trust myself right now. I'd have to watch it a couple more times to so. um, think about it, I about it. <laughs> mm, um um says i agree I like the first season of riverdale but couldn't get into season the second season yeah um back to riverdale I think my biggest issue is not that they do wacky kooky crazy things it's that it's not that's not the show one that you sold us you sold us on a gritty archie r b reboot Two, I'm okay with all the weird, wild stuff, but you also aren't doing that well. There was no, it's like they were just throwing stuff at the wall, or whatever stuck, stuck, and whatever didn't stick, that stick too. So
1: oh it man.
0: reminds me like hearing he you talk about it. I've, I've never seen an episode
2: of Riverdale,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but hearing you talk about it reminds me of kind of like thin line that Legends of Tomorrow had to walk, okay. Like, you can go into the wacky zany as much as you want to, but one, it has to like it has to be done well. And two, it's got the show has to be more than that. Like yeah. one of the things that I loved about Legends was that you know, as wacky and as zany as it got, like you could rock with it still because like the characters that was dealing with the wacky and the zany. Like you felt them, their relationships were good, you know, all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from the previews, I don't think Riverdale has that, but I could be wrong.
2: I don't know I've been away <laughs> for like three seasons, but I made it to four seasons, and I was like, "Nah, I can't do this." I tried. <laughs> I'm not the target audience. So, nah. Um, yeah, f that. Harry also says the opening scene of episode eight was masterful. Oh, yes, wow. it was. That was ah, oh, my god, that was really good. Really good. Uh, let's see. He says, Barclay, I know it's a plot device, but if Tom is all that, he should have had better operational security. I agree, especially because he has the side hole protocols. So I, I, I get that Barclay was a bit of a MacGuffin for this episode, like, oh, this thing happens, but I'm with you. This been your best friend since you were eight years old? Did you create it on your own? Fix it.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Maybe that's the problem. Um, really when he was eight. Yeah, like he uh, and th- again, Barclay's life has been in danger more than anyone in <laughs> this whole series. You need yeah. to reboot, update, alter, fix him. Make an AI, bring LeVar Burton on the show. Make a synthesoid like <laughs> vision, but make it LeVar. I want to see LeVar walking around with everybody else. <laughs> Deep space. Nah, So uh Barclay being hacked is like someone showing up uh in the back game for Star Labs. It happens too much. Man, man, more than Thomas. I hate that. Yeah. (laughs) Good lord. Um now Harry Harry says Rowan could be a script kitty. Now what I would like for you to update, because I don't know what part of the conversation... What does this mean? Um, Give us an update if you're still here. Uh, If he, Rowan, is old, our guest scientist could be a granddaughter. Oh, I didn't consider that either. I'm still going with the theory we came up with, but I think that... yeah, And that would also track because... Okay, I think both of us could. I think that would track because... No, I think ours would track more, because if you... If she doesn't recognize him... But no. Yeah, because she wouldn't know him. Like, if, if what we're saying is true, she wouldn't know her baby as a baby. She wouldn't know her baby as a grown man. So, yeah, no, who is this? And he's also, well, I don't know if this is offensive, but a test tube baby. So you wouldn't know what the what the father looked like. So I got to go with us. Harry, you, you may be right. But I got to go with us. But you might be right. Especially if you're 109 years old, you might be ready for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um he says Tom making adventures on the fly is truly Tom being Tom. Um historical aspect of the character and um other black inventor that comes to mind is L Fox so okay Lucas Fox Batman, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Harry. You better come on with the stuff. Um <laughs> that's something I like too is making making those inventions on the spot. I do like that. Uh Ron and Nathan, Harry continues, Ronan and Nathan. Could be double agents. Like, how did they find Rowan in the white? Yep, in the wine cellar until he revealed himself. And why wasn't he killed? Now I was with you. That's how I felt too. Mm-hmm. But seeing that flashback from the Latin age, Latin assassin, makes me think no. But I was with. That's that was exactly my my line of thinking. Where you at? And how he get you? You? Well, I don't know if he bigger than him, but either way, you just as talented. So did too. He, yeah. get him.
0: Well, I'm gonna say um um Rowan did say that um uh, the dude was like the best assassin
2: they got. Yeah, and he's proved that, yes. <laughs> <He> <laughs> proved. I if I see that actor, I'm running. Otherwise, I don't I'm
1: not saying other direction.
2: Okay, fine the autographs. No, I saw what he did to Isaac. Get away. <laughs> A zoo. Um Harry says, I think the best answer for Ron is he's also working for a Tupman society. See that I I don't I don't think that. Um but you could be right. Go ahead. I was say, I mean, well, technically, yes. Yeah, now because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, before, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that. But then that's also if our theory is correct, then like. Maybe the Tumblr Society was so secret that he only knew about the rollback. Or maybe the rollback was, I whatever, I, I can do this all day. I'm a freaking nerd. Um, here he says, seeing Tommy wrong with the baby was an Emmy-winning moment. You are absolutely freaking right. Like that scene, I want to play it on loop. Just yeah. play it on loop. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, let's remember any lie to the FBI is a federal crime, so it's good that they were real with the FBI. Okay, that's something that I did not consider. Not, um, I'm sure I knew that, but mm, come on, Harry. Good job. Uh, he I like says, I still think.
0: Hmm? I feel like it's even a crime to lie to regular police officers.
2: Yeah, I, I would imagine so. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't like none of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 with this Apollo, um, so Harry he says, I think Nathan could be an evil agent, and quote unquote, talking about the rollback with Zinzi could have just been a ruse to see if she knew about the rollback, which the rollback may have guessed when Tom showed up in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, you are right. see, so you're making a case against Fitzgerald Grant, Grant Fitzgerald, whatever. So, I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh here he says, I think Zinzi and Nathan is one more of Zinzi's bad relationships. She may end up with Isaac. Oh, she would have to. She would have yeah, to end up with I'm Isaac. Saying. Yeah. Cause like Nathan is boring. <laughs> I'm so mad. We're not, we
0: not here for 15.0. We're not.
2: At all. She can go. She's somewhere. Um, Nathan killed uh to protect Zinzi, but he's still a killer. Yeah, and that's the th- and that's what's gonna make me mad if they do the oh, but you're a killer. Well, if he lies about it too, like just tell the truth, like because they know what the rollback is capable of. So, true enough, it might be scary to tell this woman that you love, quote unquote, love that. Yeah, I killed a man, but like, explain. Hey, you would be dead if I didn't kill this man, and so it's unfortunate. You wanted to be let in. Well, this is all of what's going on here. So, so yeah, yeah, he is a killer. Um. here he says, once Zinzi slept with Nathan, that's when it was uh, too late for Isaac. Yeah, yeah. There's no going back now. Mm-mm-mm. So we need more than one season. Ugh. uh, Here he says, Tom mentioned twenty five weeks first, and when the agent repeated, tw- okay, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, thank you, Harry. Know. So Tom yeah. mentioned twenty five weeks first, and then the agent also repeated twenty five weeks, and Tom said, "No, it's twenty weeks." You are an FBI agent. Yeah. And I watched Quantico, like the first two seasons, I watched that. I don't know how how I didn't remember this, but Um, here he says, there's no way they could have found Rowan in the wine center unless he revealed himself, but it makes for a good plot point. See, Harry, I think that these comments are before we, I think they're before in the past. I want to know if you are feeling Rowan like we are now, or if you still think Rowan is evil. Uh, I, he says, also,
0: I, I was just gonna say I will. I will also say like Rowan wouldn't necessarily have to reveal himself. He was holding the baby. Like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, there's yeah. not too much fighting you're gonna be doing with a baby in your arms. Um, hundred percent. Rowan has some other agenda. If it's his own tummy society or the roll back anything else, he isn't being honest. And yeah, I I think to our point, if it is the time travel thing, that would make you be. Because that that's weird. Even dealing with someone who's a scientist, that's one thing that feels like it would be the hardest pill to swallow. Is that there's time travel, space travel, sure, but time travel that feels like you wouldn't believe me. So I can't say this thing to you. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Would Isaac be with Tom if he wasn't working for Tom? Mm, that's I don't think so. I don't think because. So how would they be together? Not relationship-wise, but literally in the same space, consistently enough that Tom could get past his hot boy nature from the past to even mm-hmm. come around to Isaac or, or mm-hmm. see Isaac as more than just somebody to maybe sleep with once. So no, I don't mm-hmm. think they'd be together. Um, yeah. Swift Enterprises seems to be a public company. The stock is down. They may have to fight um, off a takeover. Yeah. Mm, okay. I like that. I see. That would have been a better use for Lorraine for me. And, and I actually, girl. I, I feel like they said that. Oh. Okay. Well, then there you go. Because <laughs> I don't I remember. Did.
0: I mean, I could be, I could be wrong. I could be making it up. But I, I think
1: mm-hmm. I remember hearing that.
2: Perhaps. But if if there was some sort of, and I, it remains to be seen what happens with Claire in the coming episodes. Um, and whatnot. But if Claire isn't addressed, if that situation isn't addressed, it's like, well, yeah, you could have spent their storyline with that where they take yeah. fighting off a takeover while Tom is gallivanting around the country, fighting right. these pieces. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Iru, uh RJ Robb is a major shareholder. Oh, she is, yeah. She's probably planning a hostile takeover. See, that's I would love to see that. That would be so dope. Hmm. I mean, we still got to more episodes. I mean, yeah. So you think of Rowan is a time job? Tro- yep. Yes. Hey, okay. I think we caught up now. <laughs> yes, Harry. We <laughs> think he's a time job. <laughs> um, to profit uh, his life, Rowan keeps on saving, uh, saying many times he could have died. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, and then also this may just be an editing thing or maybe it's part of the story. Remember we were like, when Isaac jumped on Rowan in the past, where did he go? Like he just did you travel through time then? Like What What happened? You just disappeared and nobody asked where you were. You just left. So, I think we're on to something. Uh, let's see. Rowan keeps uh, on saying he needs to protect his life, that he could die. So, yep, that 100% tracks. Okay, here we go. Script, Um, Just using scripts rather than real knowledge, but it tracks that he is from the future. Why is he good at hacking? Mm, okay. Okay. Because Yeah, that would make sense. If I'm from, if you send me back to the '80s, I can do something. I can make sure I'm set up to be wealthy. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't like,
0: you would know like the '80s, but you wouldn't like, no, no, like you would only know like what you
2: know. Right, right, exactly, exactly. What I've seen on TV, what I've maybe read in history books, seen uh, in movies and documentaries. So yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. I would know, but like, who's to say you get back to the '80s and everybody was just. High off bubble gum. I don't know. Just like something that hasn't been documented well. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. even the history of it's always the history books are written by the victors. So even with the history, it's delayed because you're getting what has been written in a book by somebody who wants you to experience it in a certain way. It hasn't been from the people. So who's to say that black folks going not have some whole, down something different, their own oh, type of society oh. that hasn't been. Yeah. You know, so. I think we're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rowan's uh, sent from the Tubman Society from the future. Now, mm, now that would be interesting. He on the black planet be... on a mission to protect Tom Swift. Mother, yes, because if Tom Swift does not do what he needs to do, we will not get this black planet in the future. I... We didn't. We didn't make this. Better be That's new. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's gotta be. You hear us? <laughs> <laughs> We didn't did that. Boy, um, Rowan. Uh Harry continues. Rowan could have revealed himself in the wine cellar because he is uh from the future and he had to protect the, the timeline. Yeah, and that's another thing. Maybe that is it. Like I have to oh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> yes, that is it. My head cannon. Rowan is from the future. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So that that's mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. It, that's it. Um, oh my God. Okay. Well, um, now that that's settled, because we're writers on the show. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's do our uh, our favorites and, you know, all that good stuff. Favorite character of this episode? Do, do I have to? I know. I know. <laughs> and so you're going with Rowan. I'm going to go with Baby Rowan. Just to no (laughs) um I'm going to go I want to go with Tom because I feel like Tom has grown so much, but I think I'm actually going to go with Isaac. And that's not because he's my favorite character, but I think his relationship with Zinzi, him and Tom actually having that conversation, clearing the air. Um even thinking on the flashbacks and like i i can see a case for him and zinzi being together and that final scene really kind of hit me in the heart with that messy queen walking through the living room so i gotta give it to isaac um but clearly rowan stole the show yeah, rowan, yeah. It, it was oh uh, um what about a favorite scene i'm
0: tempted to just say the opening mm. I'm in between. Mm, mm, I'm gonna go with the opening, and okay. if you don't, if if you don't say the other one, then I'm, I'm gonna say the other one. Is okay. i am going to mention.
2: Okay, so then, and I'm glad you said the opening because I wanted to say that, but I have to go with the Rowan and Tom baby scene. Yep, <laughs> and that, like, and not even just there, like starting from Tom talking to the baby about his feelings for Isaac. And mm-hmm. then Rowan coming in. Like, because that, I have I've not seen, seen that anywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: And I made a point in that article I wrote, Why Everyone Should Be Watching Tom Swift, that every year Facebook reminds you what happened on this day. And for like three or four years, I've been asking people on my timeline, point to a black, visibly black, Same gender loving gay couple that are together in comics, not indie, focusing on the big two, big three, because that's what the general public knows about. And every year the answer is the same. There is none. And I think in this scene, it very much proved one of my reasons why everyone should be watching Tom Swift with that scene alone. I have to go with that scene. I have to. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I was gonna say that, that was my other one. That
2: was my other one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we in we here, we here, because that my God. Um and then what about a rating out of 10 Barclays? What do you rate this episode? I think I think I have to do eight. Mm, come on. Same. Okay. <laughs> just, I'm definitely because it, though I think episode six was like game changing, seven was really good as well, and this one is good just as good I, I think six kind of changed the landscape and I'm thinking that every episode from six is like up there, like they're not yeah. that the other ones weren't good, but like we're we're in the shit now, like we're in in the plot we're in the story, there's no turning back so, yeah, I mean,
0: it's, it's, it's like one of those things. Like, like I said, I call six a mid season finale of uh, most shows. Once you come up in from that mid season finale, like, you gotta go, like, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta hit the ground running, and that's definitely what we're doing now.
2: Hmm. Yeah, oof. he is. my god. Um, Harry says he's excited, great podcast, got thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Harry's uh favorite character for um was Tom, second was Zinzi, and then Isaac. I, was, I, on. I,
0: <laughs> I, uh, I I I rock with Zenzi because she did like even though she got like caught up in the EMP sound machine. Like mm-hmm. I did like her like taking the taking the thing the people down and then one of them tried to get up. And oh she yeah. was
2: like, what the hell? lest we not forget she and that's uh, again this show there wasn't a man doing all of the the heavy lifting with because i don't think if not being funny rowan got his butt beat Mm -hmm. and Zinzi was whooping ass i don't there weren't many other fights in this episode right it was that yeah it was just and I mean yeah, Zinzi had a bit of a leg up because of the 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 sound wave machine thing, but she was still whooping butt and like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just and that jumpsuit maybe that I just <laughs> I, I love me some Zinzi, my god she I want a friend like Zinzi. I'm auditioning for friends like Zinzi. Um, any young ladies with bangs who would like to be my Zinzi, please email at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Uh, put Zinzi audition at the top of the subject line. I don't know. <laughs> but leave um, your fits 2.0s at home. Yo, please do. Yes. God. Oh, God. Stick with your Isaacs. Stick with the Isaacs that you lose used to. Don't go chasing politicians. Uh, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Um, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Harry. I didn't see this. Harry says, Favorite scene for me was the opening, then the baby care. Yeah, no,
1: those are just so...
2: This is great. Yeah, so good. Oh my god, this show, y'all. Um, I don't know. Let these folks know where to find you and support you and all that good stuff. Yeah, you can see my work at my
0: website, org, or you can find me on social media, um, at luciusdeuce on. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We can talk. We can chat. We can figure out what exact year.
2: Yeah. Oh it's Yes. My God. Yes. So I figure out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yes. Those links will be in the show notes, and so will mine. Carefree Blurred on TikTok and on Twitter, Carefree Black Knight everywhere else. And if you want to email the show, do so at carefreeblacknight at gmail.com, but please put something Tom Swift adjacent in the subject line so we'll know what this is about. And again, oh well I don't know why I haven't been saying it. Use the hashtag dtspod If you made it this far, like clearly I need to start saying this at the top of the show but use that hashtag when you're uh, watching Tom Swift, when you're discussing the show and when you're watching this show but more importantly, if you've made it this far again, here's your gentle reminder that if you're watching this live or listening to it after the fact and it hasn't become Monday the 25th yet you're in for a treat on Monday the 25th, you'll be there's a treat for you, a Tom Swift treat. That being said, if you're in the future say hi to Rowan so uh, (laughs) until next time y'all stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and if you do happen to travel through time to go and save your baby self make sure to be a little bit more kinder and don't lie so much to the folks that are getting you to your baby self but also do what you need to do (laughs) yeah all right y'all